Yo, 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 what's up, baby? Welcome to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. I was here sitting on the mic, bouncing up and down because I'm still alone. It's getting better. Slowly, especially out here in California, it used to be a fucking, we were the hotbed, but now we're getting a lot better. Will we get to see the Quakes live this year? I don't know. I don't even, would I go? I was like, dude, give me a vaccine. Like, all right, whoever shows up opening day, you get a vaccine. I'm like, fuck, yeah, they're all there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I just, my uh, my phone was just like, oh, check out this highlight from two years ago, March 2nd, 2018, or 2019, actually, at this point. And it was a night night game out of Vaya. I'm sure it was the, the season opener. And I was just like, fuck, fuck, I fucking missed it. Anyway, we're here, Football Without Hesitation. Two weeks after the last episode, not much has happened. Not much has happened, like I said, but I, I still want to stay on the schedule every two weeks in the off season. And ooh, it's getting it's getting hot and heavy. It's getting fast. It's gonna come hit us fast. I mean, starting March thirteenth, teams start showing up for their little preseason tournaments. You got the the men's Olympic qualifying coming up. Gonna be and this year's gonna be insane. It's gonna be packed. It's gonna be soccer all the fucking time. Oh, it's so fucking excited. Anyway, here we are, March third. It's Wednesday. Usually I record on Tuesday, but I mean this was honestly only part of the reason. I'm not gonna freaking pretend like I'm some big. I don't know what. It is. Anyway, Matias Almeida's dad, Oscar, Oscar, passed away yesterday, and um. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it wasn't really the only reason why, but I sometimes I get silly or whatever on this show. I didn't, it didn't feel right coming in trying to with that attitude after that had just happened. He is a pretty serious dude, and and also because of that, yesterday the Quakes were going to release a new jersey, and they postponed their release a day out of respect to the Almeida family which totally made sense and they just released it today which also allowed you know so that me pushing it back a day allowed me to to give you my opinion because I fucking hate it now nah. <laughs> <laughs> no it's clean it's not don't get me wrong it's not my favorite I didn't see this New Jersey and I'm like I gotta go out and buy it it's fucking clean though it's really nice respectable Love that has got the 2001 MLS champs in, on the collar. That's just cool. Yeah, it's well done. Well done. Props. It's it's blue. Hasn't been blue in a while. Was it first uh, since 2016. Primary kit had been black since 2017. So going back to the blue. Let's see. Let's see if it brings out some magic. Cause well, and the reason why I say that because it's obviously if you're not if you don't know it's inspired by the Quakes jersey from I think it wore from like 2000 to 2003. Is the first jersey they wore after they they rebranded to the Quakes. So originally they were the San Jose Clash because early MLS was just madness. I think Nike named all the teams or some shit like that or Adidas. I don't know. I honestly think the fucking whoever made the the uniforms named all the fucking teams and San Jose was a clash before people were like, what the fuck? There's been a team called the earthquakes in this area since the fucking seventies. Why don't we just go with that? And they did. And the first Jersey they came out with this new one from 2021, 20 years later is an homage to that. That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. Like I said, it wasn't enough to 
I might. Uh, out of all the jerseys that they've come out, because I'm not a big fan of wearing jerseys, give me a Quakes t-shirt all day. Oh, oh I'm not wearing a Quakes. Usually I am, but yeah, give me a Quakes t-shirt. I'll, I'll rock that shit all the time. But jerseys, eh, a little iffy about. But this one I might. Oh, dude, and this is something that's kind of old news by now, but I just had to bring it up because I, I may have glossed over it quickly or or said I was going to bring it up and didn't bring it up. But uh, so last season, last year, we were able to go to two matches. That shit was fun. I mean, we got lucky. We got lucky. We were able to go to two home matches. The very first one, opening day, it was a, a warm San Jose afternoon. <laughs> fuck no, it's in March. It's cold as fuck. Anyway, go to the stadium, try to get a beer. The fucking lines are long. Like whatever, dude. It's opening day. There's fucking all kinds of people. And but the, then I realized the line's not moving. It's like whatever. It's opening day. Glitches happen, you know. And then the line's really not moving. Like ten fucking minutes. Then you could tell something's really going on. <laughs> something's really going on. Finally get to the front and they're like, man, shit's madness. It's cash only at the moment. And I don't know why for some reason I had cash and then the person I went with had cash. So we were like, fuck it. We have cash. Give us two little somethings, please. And then, but it, dude, it, it was just chaos. It's just fucking chaos. I, I don't know. It's, it's the first day you just, don't really think about it just to chalk it up to that fuck it first day jitters for them they fucked up bad whatever then you knew something was really bad when during the middle of the week that the team was like yo check this out next week everything is free basically <laughs> i mean it wasn't free i can't remember it was at least 50 percent off but i feel like it was more i i oh my god and now that i'm saying this i feel like i did talk about it last time Anyway, if I didn't, now I just fucking threw myself off just thinking about that. I'm like, fucking people are going to be listening and be like, this fucking dope is talking about the same shit. So it's just like being a Quakes fan, motherfuckers, they don't really do much. It's like <laughs> that meme, you know, that thing's poking something with a stick. I was like, do something. That's Quakes fans to the front office. Long story short, in case I did say this again, the fucking, the reason why it was fucked up is some dude still had access, a guy that used to work for the, the guy that, people that did the concessions for the san jose earthquakes and he still had access to this thing he was pissed off he's accesses them during game day shuts everything down fucks all the menu boards up the dude is is gonna facing 10 years in prison i don't know if he'll get 10 years i think it's one of those that's like that's what he's facing but we'll see what he's gets sentenced because 10 years in prison for i mean that's fucked up don't get me wrong i was fucking frustrated the team lost two hundred seventy thousand dollars which i think is kind of pretty you know i never thought about that that's kind of pretty telling you could you could kind of start doing some math there and extrapolate that the concession sales versus tickets sold versus parking and how many cars you could kind of get a good feel for how much the quakes are bringing in every day because that that uh, opening day was was big was big deal man the quakes were and was Almeida's coming back? Anyway, I'm getting all in fucking my head. Um, so yeah, dude, I don't know. If that guy gets 10 years in prison, don't get me wrong, that's some fucked up shit. But Jesus Christ. People get less prison time for killing people. <laughs> uh, you drunkenly ran this family over four years. Don't do it again, jerk. So anyway, like I was mentioning earlier as well, the fucking it's coming back, dude. Freaking uh one of the first 
things that are that is coming back is the the Olympic qualifying tournament, and three San Jose earthquakes are, are called up. Two, I mean, Marcinkowski, Yule, kind of makes sense. They've been there a while. Yule is just he's a star, you know. He's Marcinkowski, Jackson Yule, of course, and then Cade Cow. It's fucking so dope to see him there. If this dude could fix, and, and I mean, I'm, I know I'm, I'm trying to rush it, but if Cade can figure out how to score three or four goals next season, fuck, fuck, and just to show that look, dude, I'm figuring it all out. It, that's gonna be fucking dope. Be good for the national team, good for the San Jose Earthquakes, and I'm excited to see. Looks like all, all three matches will be broadcast live on Fox Sports 1, TUDN, and the CONCACAF official app. Do I get paid for that? Do I get paid? You should get money for saying that. Give me at least a media pass or a t-shirt. I've shown my appreciation for t-shirts. It's going to be in Guadalajara. That's cool. Anyway, I'm excited to, for that. I'm excited for the national team. I'm excited for to see what Cal can do, see if he, if he ends up making it on that final 20-man roster. Mm. Be kind of a, a stretch, but but yeah, well, I'm I'm pumped. I'm they're gonna be good. So anyway, man, and then this is kind of speaking of the national team. I just want to make sure I definitely talked about this a bit. It was it was so anyway. There was a, a post Christian Pulisic liked to post on Instagram, which me starting a fucking conversation saying that shit makes me feel kind of dumb, but. This, this is where we are that this is the world now that's that's the world we fucking live in nowadays so this there's uh, somebody posts i don't even know who this person was and i don't look into any history or whatever and because i'm not trying to make a judgment on that person i don't give a fuck basically it was this dude surrounded by guns and he was the the comment was very aggressive it was a Pretty much like one of those like death to liberal type shit, you know. Um, and whatever, dude. You know, I don't. I, I don't wish death upon anybody. That's fucking stupid. You know, getting violent for political thought is fucking dumb. When it's some kind of goddamn revolution trying to overthrow fascism or some shit. But anyway, so this dude makes this post, police, and that's the that's the big hubbub. It was no big deal until Pulisic liked it. And Christian Pulisic, he's from central Pennsylvania, you know, grew up pretty well off, probably, you know, has some, some opinion, some thoughts, opinions that really don't mesh a lot. Like the American soccer fan tends to be like a young liberal college educated type person. And they tend to not be like big gun nuts and like anti-immigrant and this stuff like that. And whatever, like I said, this is not to uh, to me. This is not a a judgment on Christian Pulisic or who he is or his political thoughts or whatever. What I don't give a fuck. People have stupid political thoughts all the fucking time. <laughs> that upsets you. You're gonna be mad a lot, you know. But the one thing what what struck me about that. You know, it's just such a simple thing. It's just a click because so many people were defending it as in like, man, I scroll through my feed. If I see my friend, I just like it, which makes sense when your friend's trying to be a local influencer. But when you're 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 Christian Pulisic, you, you know that you're under a fucking microscope. Get the fuck out of here. You're not new to this shit. He knew that that was going to make a statement and whatever. I don't give a fuck again what the statement was. I don't give a fuck about that. But what I what trips me out is I've mentioned it before on the podcast and, and I've tried to write a, 
I mean, I don't write very much anymore, but I, I've tried to put it into words, into written words, how the, the U.S. men's national team is not representative of the country as a whole. Again, if, if for some reason you're not aware yet, I'm Mexican-American. Spoiler alert. Oz is a very traditional Mexican name. Look it up. It's Aztec. <laughs> Somebody's gonna gotta make me laugh. I'm sitting here fucking by myself in my studio, man. So anyway, so yeah, like I said, I'm I'm Mexican American. I, I I am in a city that is a soccer hotbed. I absolutely love soccer. And I think part of the reason that it does is because this town is seventy seven percent Latino. And obviously like with the that's just part of our culture. But the the one thing that I tripped out, because dude, there I even and I'm not even trying to get into no fucking war about this either, but like there are some Mexicans that are much prouder of their American heritage and upbringing. And fuck yeah, dude, I'm me. I'm, I think I would fall on that spectrum. You know, I'm, I consider myself an American, <laughs> uh, full on American. That's it. That's my history. That that's what I am. And there are some that either because they were born in Mexico or, just because they don't feel culturally attached to the United States as closely, they associate more as Mexican. But the one constant there is that every, when it comes to soccer, everybody's going to cheer for the Mexican national team. All of them. All of them. The most fucking, I don't, again, I don't want to use no, ter- I don't know even know if we have terms for each other, coconut or some shit. <laughs> is that, do we call each other? I don't think we call each other that. On TV, we do just, because that's what writers think. That's how we talk to each other. Because we're never in the writing room. I mean, that, that's just how it is. And like I said, that's a whole nother fucking podcast right there. Do you want to talk about hierarchies of fucking Latino-ness? Oof. Jesus Christ. So, but that's the one that, that's what tripped me out. Is it the most fucking pocho-ass, you know, Americanized Mexican dude Nine times out of ten is still going to support the Mexican national team when it comes to soccer. And partially it is because obviously there it's been a much better team historically. Except, you know, unless the United States has gone farther in the World Cup. But whatever. Whatever. It was 1930. But I don't care. <laughs> it's, still in the, it's still in the record book. Yeah, but it, it's such a trip how... You don't, the, the men's national team, again, like I said, the Mexican team has been better for a while. And it will probably continue to be better for, I don't know, not that long. Not that long. It's getting close. But also, I think another part of it is that we don't relate to it. You don't fucking relate to it. The the UN's, U.S. men's national team, especially now that it's getting this fucking elite level type shit, it doesn't look like America. <laughs> it looks like the the rich white kid school soccer team and again i i hate to get that's not too hardcore racial you know white people you guys are cool you know you you run everything but on that's what this team has looked like for the last 12 years 15 years whatever i only say that because i was listening to extra time and they were interviewing kobe jones and i y'all have no fucking idea like i still remember kobe jones i i don't remember very much other players from that era and I know there were, but I remember Kobe Jones, this fucking black dude from L.A. Like, I'm not even black, but he looks 
way more relatable than Landon Donovan, even though Landon Donovan probably speaks way better Spanish. <laughs> probably, Landon Donovan probably speaks better Spanish than me. <laughs> but anyway, the the national team, there's a Dutch redheaded team on the fucking <laughs> on the national team. Get the fuck out. I mean, I know he's a youth, but still. <laughs> And I mean, I'm trying to make it funny because because this can it's a really serious conversation and it can get really heavy. And again, I'm not trying to call anybody racist or anything, but it just trips me out that that's what that team to me looks like. I, I was noticing that one time I one I forget when it was time doesn't matter anymore. I was watching the the men's national team in their huddle, and that, I know that's what I said on the podcast. I see him in their huddle, and it looks like, again, where I'm from, the team, the school's called Palma. We all have it. Let's be real. Let's let's be fucking real. I know it's, again, it's a sensitive-type topic, but we all have that. Again, where I'm from, it's the private Catholic school. And when their soccer team plays in their league with all the other schools, they dominate. They dominate. When they play the kids from the east side, <laughs> they fucking get whooped. They get worked. They get worked. They, they, they're physically stronger and more fit, but the, the the Mexican kids just, they're just smarter on the pitch. They just, all they do is play soccer. <laughs> and when they're not playing soccer, they're watching soccer. <laughs> <laughs> that matters that means something but anyway to me that i was a trip i would see them in their huddle and i'm like fuck dude that's palma that's palma and those dudes are not nice they're not nice i'm not a dude and obviously this is a, a huge generalization but the kids that played in your district weren't racist like some other kids I mean, dude that's just and it wasn't just racism dude some of it was classism obviously again it was private school so they are wealthier and they love to rub that in your in their face too, but that's what it was a trip when I saw Pulisic liking that. Just fully reminded me of that. Just fully reminded me, like, look, this team, the U.S. men's national team, is not a team of the twenty or whatever two dozen best soccer players in the country. It's the a team of the two dozen best wealthy soccer players in the country. And that's fucked up. And I, it's by design. It, it's by design. That's the system is is working. It's producing the players that are making the team better. So there's really why would it change? Why would academy? Why you know? Why would these elite academies all of a sudden become free? They're they're creating Pulisic. They're not gonna fucking. They're not just gonna give up and be some fucking community organization to help the kid that can't afford the, the fucking cleats doesn't make financial sense and this is a capitalist country and a lot of the times that's what it comes down to and th- again we don't have a, a history of soccer it, it's not in our dna like it is in a lot of parts of the world so people don't mind exploiting it and that's cool again i, I don't care i i do i obviously have opinion on that don't get me wrong i'm not saying i don't but i'm not gonna bore you with it i'm already getting all hot and heavy with this fucking fucking 15 minutes of police just liking one thing but anyway it's it's crazy just how quickly you can be reminded that you're not necessarily welcome in the country that you're born in which is kind of it's a it's a weird feeling you get used to it like but it's still 
it still sucks to get reminded that. And but it's getting better too. And I'm not, I'm not I don't mean to be all doom and gloom, like, oh man, poor us, poor brown people. Help me, I'm poor. Shout out Bridesmaids, dude. Kristen Wick killed it. It's getting better. A lot of people are doing it. Dude, that uh Black Players for Change, that that's a great organization that is really getting really vocal. And and again, I've mentioned it before, Major League Soccer players aren't sometimes not necessarily the most don't have the strongest voice just because it's not the biggest league yet, but it's so cool to see them getting together and and really making some noise and doing stuff because yeah dude it's anyway but that was just i I know there was no ill intentioned and i'm not trying to get into a political conversation but it's it's been sensitive for the last goddamn four years for some reason i don't know does anybody know what the hell's been happening in the last four years i don't get it I was going to say, should I, should I try to keep it serious? Or is that going to go over people's heads? But anyway, I, like I said, it, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. The men's national team is going to get continue to get better. Hopefully it's going to be get even more inclusive. And in the future, my kids and my kids' kids can proudly support them and feel welcome, both on the national team and in their country. And it's so weird to be saying that in 2021. That's fucking nuts, dude. Uh, but here we are. I'm going to try to end it on a positive note, but let's see. What are, what are the quakes doing that's positive? Oh, here we go. All right. I got a good one. I got a good one for you guys. We're going to end it on, on a positive note so you're going to feel happy. You're not going to fucking feel all bummed out because you're white and you feel bad about what your people have done. <laughs> you're cool, bro. You're all right. Don't worry. It's cool. The, the street. The street in front of Avaya Stadium. That's well. I mean, because the the stadium's on Coleman, and Coleman, you know, they're building this huge development next to the stadium, and they're, so they're putting a new street in there, obviously, because you need good circulation. And that street is now named Wando Way. Man, how about that? That's fucking awesome. Uh, congratulations, Chris Wondolowski. That's fucking exciting. He deserves that and so much more that was cool that was fucking cool that now even people that don't know about the san jose earthquakes or what the hell is going on in that building will maybe question like who the what the fuck is a wando like look it up dude you got legends walking around the south bay um so yeah anyway i'm gonna end it with that because that's that's fucking cool i hope i didn't bum you out too out too much <laughs> too, I, mean, I swear in two weeks we'll have real soccer to talk about i promise anyway catch y'all later Peace.